I'm Russ. And I'm Danny. And this is the Memory Makers Podcast. The show focused on helping you create amazing customer experiences and make more memories. Memory Makers Podcast. I wanted to go for like an old school soap jingle. I like how very um, succinct that one was. Yeah. It was very short yeah. and put together. <laughs> so not like me. <laughs> <laughs> you like to wax poetic sometimes. Sometimes, I do. I do enjoy it. Well, I am super jazzed up uh, even before we've gotten into this episode because as the folks that are watching on video can see, we're obviously in a different place than the studio. Both of us are here together and we see some big numbers behind us, 360. And that can only mean one thing, Danny. It is Amusement 360. It is Amusement 360. I was trying to think of something clever that would be not Amusement 360 and nothing came to mind. So Well, we probably, we, I forgot to let you know there's a christening tomorrow that you need to come to. So, like, do that? I don't know. I don't know. It's the only, like, formal thing that I could think of that would cause you to travel, like, outside of a work thing. <laughs> the only formal thing you could possibly think of was a christening. I don't know. The mind goes where it goes. It goes where it goes. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is Russ on a little bit of caffeine. Hey, how we doing? <laughs> um... I, I am so, so excited. I love this event just from a number of reasons. One, we get so many great people in from all over, different styles of operators and getting to share and learn from them and being able to have awesome speakers come in and learn from them as well. Um, and one of the things that you and I were talking about a little bit yesterday is just kind of bragging on our team here a little bit of just how smoothly everything has been going to, to get things together for this event. And it made us think just a, a little bit of, well, that does, doesn't happen by accident. You know, we're working on bringing together talented folks who are switched on and that care, um, but also giving them, you know, what they need to mm -hmm. succeed. And, and it didn't always used to look like that for us. So No, it didn't. We're, there's a sense of... Anyone who's put on events before understands that there's a lot of um, things that happen really quickly, a lot of creative problem solving, a lot of stuff you've got to be able to make on the fly and decisions and all those things. Right. And sometimes it can be stressful. Sometimes mm -hmm. it can be a little bit chaotic, but that's just what goes into running and putting on an event. And what's interesting is for a long time that was part of it. It's not that we were disorganized, but there was just so many moving parts and pieces that parts of it felt a little bit chaotic at times. And like, we got to get all these things put together. We got to be able to communicate with the, the, the partners and the sponsors and the speakers and everybody else. And, you know, being able to try to get all that stuff together. But, but yes, yeah, so that it didn't always used to look like that. It wasn't that, that we weren't, didn't have a system or a process or other things like that. It was just that there was a lot that we were trying to do with a few number of people. Yep. And, and ultimately, that bandwidth only goes so far. And, and, and it really becomes an issue of just how do we bring more horsepower to the table? And that's not by willpower of, oh, I can just get up earlier. Oh, I can just you know, get one more thing done. Those are, are limited pieces because that piper has to get paid one way or the other. Well, and what's interesting is so many of us that, um, you know, maybe are leaders or consider ourselves high achievers, sometimes we have that, just put it on my back and let me run with it. I'll right. figure it out and I'll do it. And a lot of times we need that kind of mentality. Yeah. But also it's helpful to realize that, oh, I can take the things that I'm not as good at mm -hmm. and I can delegate to, to other people who are going to do it way, way, way better than I ever could. And it removes that from my shoulders and opens up my own bandwidth to focus on the things that I can contribute at a high level. Yes. And I think that's really valuable. Yes. And it brings the idea that I know we wanted to talk about in today's episode, um, a, a book by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan called Who Not How. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. We had it kind of put in our laps based on 
the mastermind circles and stuff that we're doing. And by the way, if you're looking to get into masterminds, you should absolutely look at it. It's like this and then some as far as just getting you super switched on. But the reading lists alone that, that we've gotten out of these are just incredible. And um, Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan, really, really talented um, researchers and, and, and inquisitive minds and really break down kind of, okay, what's this basic human functionality in these behaviors? And what's that lizard brain kind of tell us at times? And how do we, you know, outthink that? And what the part that of this book in particular, Benjamin Hardy, is that I think it, the main focus was very much, there's only so much that you're going to be able to do by yourself. So if you want to achieve something, you need to be thinking of it in terms of who can I bring into the mix here to help me achieve this, not how am I going to do it all by myself. And having that um, you know, kind of open and expansive mindset as, as opposed to a scarcity mindset when you're just even trying to tackle the problem of how are we going to take on this new challenge. And it's interesting because there's two different ways that I, I find the who, not how is beneficial. And the first one is for a new area that you're moving into or a new kind of uh, project you're trying to tackle, whether it's a new attraction maybe uh, that one of our clients is adding to their center or it's a new kind of event style they're doing or a new corporate client that they're going after, whatever that is, something new that maybe those at the business don't have experience with. And they need to find the who to make that implementation execution successful. Mm -hmm. But then there's the example of what we've experienced at CreativeWorks where events aren't new to us. We've been doing them for 12 years, but we've been able to bring on the right who's to expand what we have and make it better over time and take the weight off my shoulders, your shoulders, and other people at the company. And we've got folks like Alex and Mike, who are currently at the, the back of the room right over there running Shout this out. rig at the moment. Yeah. And they make all of this look so damn easy. Yeah. Well, I mean... So in previous years, it was, oh my gosh, okay, what do we need to do? How are we going to get this done? Okay, I'm going to be working on this. And, and it was just, you know, fires getting put out. Coming through here yesterday and just calm, things are ahead of schedule. You know, it, it was just one of, oh, this is so, you know, I joked and said, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. And, and that's, you know, because we used to just be so hands on on all of that. And, and, had, and that was a leadership trait that we had to develop of, we need to let more go and we need to be able to empower employees to do more of that work. And, and it's just so nice to see it in, in our team showing up the way that we would want them to. Um, and then ultimately for the folks that are going to be here too. And that's just the one example. I think that, you know, this applies to things in your personal life. Hey, if I'm going to get back and get, in, get into shape and really want to cement some habits, I do need to get a trainer so that way I'm not going to be making some, you know, poor form mistakes and overdoing it and, and have a sustainable plan. And it's an expert who understands, you know, what it's going to take, what are common pitfalls, what, what don't we know that this person is going to then be able to shed light on for us so that way we're not paying the dumb tax of having to take three extra laps on trying to get something done. And, and so it, I think that that was what really struck me is that this can be micro, this can be macro. Um, it's a scalable thing of not feeling like you just have to, you know, hulk your way through it because it's just not going to work. It's not sustainable. You know, I, I think a Something that we've talked about in, in different ways before in this podcast and elsewhere in presentations is the idea of, of the compound effect of doing things, mm -hmm. small little decisions again and again over long periods of time have huge results. Yeah. And sometimes getting the right who's is not going to be an overnight dramatic, oh my gosh, everything is magic and it's so much easier. 
sometimes it takes time, right? We've had some of the team members um, that have expanded this event for a couple years. And to get to the point where we had so little stress and so little worry being ahead of schedule, it took us a couple years to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those reminders where, one, it's not going to happen overnight. And if we expect it to, we're going to be setting ourselves up for disappointment. And, and the other part is being able to recognize that when we do get those results that feel sudden, like you said, you were kind of almost worried the other day, embrace that as a win of, oh my gosh, all the things that we've been doing for the past couple of years have really come to fruition and everything ran smoothly. Everything felt efficient. The team members knew what to do, knew their role. We planned everything really well. And to be able to sit back and embrace that feeling is awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and one of the first things that we said when we came in, I just had to, I'm like, I got to take my hat off to you guys. This is just, this is not, we've never been at this, you know, point and, and feeling this high level of confidence. And it's because they, they care and they've owned it and they've pushed back on us, you know, and, and, and when you start to get that pushback and we talk about some of this in constructive conflict and things of when you're putting ideas out to the team and they're actually pushing back with, with ideas and things, it tells me two things. One is that they really care about what, it, what this change is yeah. and that they want to see it successful. Uh, but two is that they, they have a personal responsibility that they're also not going to just, you know, take this and, and go because we said so. And those are two things of if, if you, I want you to have opinions and I want you to care, like curious and kind, the rest takes care of itself, right? And, and, and having that then buy-in and ownership of, no, this, this is now, you know, not your guys's vision. This is our vision and this is what we need to be doing for it. And it's just a transformative, you know, feeling when you get that level of buy-in on your team. You know, what's interesting going beyond the, the curious and kind part of things is the the team has pushed back on certain things in ways that's been very helpful. Mm -hmm. And also the team has called out myself and you and others of we're trying to hold on to certain things of like, yeah. well, but I need to do that because I've yeah. done it for so long and I feel like I'm and it's it's that slap on the arm to remember <laughs> in order for myself to elevate, in order for the event to elevate, in order for everyone on the team to elevate, we've got to be ready and willing to let go of more things. Mm -hmm. And that's something that a lot of leaders, myself included, struggle with because at times we can we can have the mindset of one no one can do it as good as me yeah. or it would be just too hard to train somebody else and or, it will take me no time at all let me just do it yeah or i don't want to be a burden oh my gosh they're working on this <laughs> like that is my that is my worst one and then what i've found as a as an accidental mess maker at times is just oh no okay well that would have been easier for them and and so getting your team to actually say hey cut that out. Like I need you to do less of that, <laughs> you know, is, is a, is a huge benefit because now we can just be open and, and it opens the opportunity to expand. Right. And, and we, we just had a conversation yesterday as well. Of what are some of the things that, you know, do we need to expand in some cases? Yes, you really need to do that. Other times it's pouring into the folks that you have on the team even more to make sure that they're, we're raising their ceiling, not necessarily just increasing the overall bandwidth of a team. And I think that there's a, a lot of times when you have new projects that you want to take on or let's say, hey, we really need to get our social media, you know, whipped into shape a little bit more. Well, oh, gosh, now we have to hire somebody to find them to bring that in. 
talk to the talent that you've already got in there and, and connecting with your team on personal levels and knowing what their wants and interests are beyond the, the business is then what allows so much of that stuff to happen. There's so much untapped talent that you have um, with your with your team members and things and hobbies and other interests that they have. And also, if you're trying to put stuff together on TikTok, like I know I am not the guy for TikTok because I'm barely on social media to begin with. So I need somebody who's going to be a little bit more fluent in those waters to be able to take that. But that's a new opportunity and a new, um, you know, it's, it's a way for you to recognize and see value in your employees when you give opportunities like that for them to grow. And and that to me is is just, again, what we've seen as we've gone over the last couple of years but we haven't had to always just bring in brand new people. Sometimes it's it's doubling down on the people that you've got and saying, hey, what can I do more of for you? What can I do less of for you? What obstacles can I get out of your way? Here's something that I would love your input on. And, um, and, and man, it's just awesome to see it because people, you've got just better buy-in and you've got a better unified vision of where that needs to go. You know, one of the things that I want to hit on before we kind of wrap up this, mm-hmm. this episode is yesterday, both you and I had that feeling of things are feel so much calmer. Things mm-hmm. feel so much easier this time around, mm-hmm. right? We've been doing this so many times again and again. And it is, uh, it reminds me of something that I learned from Matthew McConaughey in his book, Green Lights, and it's called The Art of Running Downhill. When things are going smoothly and things are going well and you're running downhill, don't trip yourself up to create drama to feel like you're earning it. Because the uphills and the battles will come. You will have new challenges. There will be new obstacles. Things are going to go um, poorly at some point in the future. We'll have things that we have to shift around. Enjoy the downhill while we have it because obstacles will come. And I find that so fascinating because I was able to really think about that yesterday and say, listen, we've created this downhill. Let's run with it. Let's not, I don't need to invent something that I need to work on to make myself feel busy and stretched because it's a a feeling that I'm familiar with in the past and, and something that I'm used to. I don't need to do that. I can just run downhill and enjoy this process while we do it. Absolutely. I think that is a wonderful way to encapsulate what we're hoping to do here over the next few days and just be better at on a day-to-day basis in general. So, um, you know, we are so excited to be able to be coming to you from the 360 stage. We will have more and more episodes coming out. Um, Be sure to check us out online um, and and check out the link and and where you can get additional podcasts and everything that we've done. Now we've got a nice stack of them that are really covering a bunch of stuff of, you know, boots on the ground, tactical approaches to running an attraction to the higher philosophical pieces that really help make companies grow beyond what they thought they could. So it's been a pleasure getting to do more of this and I'm excited to do a ton of it here during 360. So um, if you guys uh, get a chance to give us those five-star reviews, please and thank you. We greatly appreciate it. And a big shout out to uh, our boys in the back running the ones and twos, Mikey, Mike, and Alex. Appreciate y'all very, very much. And um, with that, I think we will leave you guys to the next one, Troublemakers. <laughs>